What's up, people? It's your girl, Crystal Worthy, checking in for Worthy Chick Chat, Worthy Chic Chat. You know what we say. It's a double entendre. It's about where you're from, who you with, where you from, who you with. And and, 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 and Heather, that's not what the show's about, but Heather is in the room today. Everyone just, just say hi to Heather. They, they can't hear you, Heather. But anyway, Heather's in the room today, so we're going to be able to get a very uh, young millennial perspective. Are you a millennial? What do they call you? I don't know what they call you yet, but anyway, we get a, we're able to get a teenage perspective on what's going on in this crazy world of today. But if this is your first time tuning into the show, as I mentioned, we talk about fashion and we talk about beauty, but we also talk about what's going on in the world and celebrity entertainment and what's happening in the news. And most importantly, we talk about just inspiration be inspired so we like to bring the holy ghost in the room let lord come in the room come on in the room lord have your way have your way um but anyway people this world god really needs to have his way what's going on in this world today heather do you know what's going on today in this world yeah tell us what's happening so basically floyd george he was going somewhere and then i guess wait 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 let's get his name correct his name is George Floyd. His mama gave him two first names, okay? All right, so tell us really quick, what what happened with George Floyd? He had got detained by the police and they put his knee, they, the white supremacists had put his knee. The white supremacists? Yeah. It was a police officer. Okay, but he didn't have the right to just put his knee on the man. So you're calling him a white supremacist. Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead, continue. On the man's neck and then just watch him say he can't breathe, he can't breathe, he's losing breath so you see that but you're still going to continue to enjoy putting your knee on the person so what happens when you put your knee on someone's neck i mean you're they passed away you're 13 or 14 i'm 13 okay and then like the person's pressure point is right there so you just literally just and how do you know that you know that from just life or being in school or being in school yeah what grade are you in I mean, I'm going to the ninth, but I'm still in the eighth. But you're young enough to know that if you put your knee on someone's neck, it's going to do what? It's going to cause them to lose breath and just pass away. Yeah. So um, that is exactly what happened, people. We have another brother, another brother, another brother, and another brother dead in today's society where it continues to happen. Um, You know, so shout out to his family. Um, Heather, anything else that you'd like to say for this segment? Yeah. And also, we have somebody else named Ahmad Aubrey. He was basically just taking a quick little jog, and then three men that were white. Mm-hmm. Were they officers? No, they weren't even officers. They okay. were just, they were literally just hunting him down. Like, he, like, they thought that he was an animal. Okay. Yeah. And then they were just hunting him down, and then he got shot. Yeah, and that actually happened before um, George Floyd uh, passed away. So, how does how does this make you feel? So, basically, it's like they want to be us so bad, but Uh-oh. they just can't stand us. But Uh-oh. then, My drop. they just always want to keep on killing us at uh-huh. the same time. What? And so, they bleach their skin, oh. and they do other things to oh. make them oh. look like us. Okay. And they try and get into the hip-hop culture just oh. like us. Oh, They try to... Ouch put afros in their hair the women and they know it's not their hair they know the hair doesn't naturally Ooh, somebody up. upset today well you know here's the thing we, we we've been taught um especially as christians we love everybody right yeah i love everybody but i just don't like the way we get treated absolutely as 
as people and, and i and I, i'm very free i'm a very forgiving person but that just no well I can just enjoy stuff like sometimes that. you do have to make a stand and people do forget that jesus turned over tables do you know that when things were not out of order and um in the church in in the synagogue i believe when he went in there and people were selling stuff and all kinds of stuff he turned over tables nug nug if you buck jesus wasn't playing so People got to stop thinking that black people, Christians, that we're some punks. We not no punks. But, um, you know, we've got George Floyd. Um, George Floyd. Burns my stomach. Okay. Uh, Many prayers to the Floyd family. Excuse me. Um, Many prayers to the Floyd family. Um this should have never happened and it shouldn't have happened before this and the time before this and the time before this and the time before this you know i i I posted something today on instagram if you follow me at um thatworthychick.com um well that worthy chick (laughs) on instagram if you follow me I, i made a post today and i pretty much just stated um how i have fought in this This show, this podcast is not about me. I just want to use myself as an example. I have had to fight giants. Me and God and me and God alone um, have had to uh, take down some giants along with some legal support. Thank you. Um, But took down some giants when there was racial discrimination and um, intimidation. And I learned something during that time period of my life. And it brings me back to today's story is that sometimes so many times people do not want to get involved and they turn their eyes away from a racist situation from an unjust situation and from a situation where their um someone has been discriminated against because of the color of their skin so let's be clear this podcast today is about the color of the skin i know that you know we have issues with um discrimination well you know people discriminate all the time they discriminate between women and and men and they discriminate you know with um um disabilities and homosexuality that's not what we're talking about here today on the show i'm upset today we are talking about the color of your skin and the discrimination that happens all across this country and the racism that continues to happen all across this country because of the color of this your skin my skin my brown skin my brown beautiful skin shout out to all my brown chocolate beautiful sisters and brothers of all hues um listen people the issue starts with us mic drop the issue starts with us. Now, we currently, um, you know, temperatures are high. We currently have a situation where there is rioting going on in Minneapolis, where they are burning down um, the police stations. And let's be clear, um, you know, we have had riots where black people, you know, have been upset and angry and there's been some rioting and some looting. But did you notice and do you notice that it's not all black people doing this? So I want to first say that, you know, um, a lot of times when someone wants a big scene, your president, they will send in people to make a big scene, your president. 
so that they can act like they the big boss. And I'm going to get there in one minute. Um, but listen, people were also sent in to make that look, that scene look more than what it was. We, we black people, we real smart. We're smart black people. You can take probably, you know, who, the worst black person you think in the city or in the hood or whatever, and they still got some smarts, okay? We got some ignorant folks in all races, but you gotta, there's a lot, we are some very intelligent people. So trust and believe that we are not just there, first of all, uh, rioting for no reason, because there's a reason why people are angry. But secondly, it's not all just the black people. Some people, white people, were also coming in to support I believe that there are those that are supporting our, this movement. And then there are those that wanted to make a mockery of what's going on. So unless your feet are on the ground in Minneapolis or you got family there or you are getting news reports in, you know, <laughs> the president arrested the black uh, news crew. Why is that? Because they were filming other things that were going on. They started filming the real looters. Yeah. Um, but listen, so... <laughs> We've got work to do, people. We've got work to do. That work starts with you. You, yourself. It's just me, myself, and I. And that is where the work starts. Um, the other thing is that, so we've got this looting going on. And there's people there that are looting, writing. But there are also stories that are coming out. Um, from people that live in Minneapolis in that community that are saying you want they're not telling the whole truth on the news see people I put something out the other day we have got to find unique ways to start to communicate because they're not going to show everything on social media they're not about to allow everything to be shown on social media okay those days are coming to an end and i speak that prophetically they and the president i also saw with my eyes is trying to do something where you know he can shut down social media and and, and make sure there's fact checks so if you put something out there and it doesn't seem like a fact it's not about to go up so we've got to find new ways to communicate um you know i suggested a what's up app but guess what black people we are the most creative people on this earth that is why we are the most hated somebody come up with something a unique way for us to to uh communicate okay because we definitely need um someone to pioneer a new form of communication but listen there are stories that are being told in Minneapolis that children have been shot at and children have been shot. And there are people that are being uh, detained that have not done anything. Their rights are being violated. And that is why the anger broke out. And that is why the people in that community have started to fight outside of the fact that a black man was just choked. How do you put your knee on someone's neck? and not know that you're taking the wind out of them. Why does this constantly continue to happen each and every time? The police departments are aware of what actions are too forceful. They don't care. And let me, let, let here's my disclaimer. Because here in the city of Detroit, I thank God um, for our police department. We have an amazing police department. We have an amazing chief of police. Um, and the department is, is a good mixture now. I think for some time it was, it was a large, extremely large percentage of black uh, officers. But our black officers do not let stuff go down. Okay. Um, and so, hang on people. <laughs> God bless me. No corona. But listen, 
Um, there are some great, amazing, wonderful police officers. But you know, you got bad people in your family. There's a, you can have groups of friends and there's always gonna be somebody. There's always gonna be somebody, but unfortunately, America, there seems to be a lot, a lot, a lot more of um, white officers that want to believe that they have all the power in the world. Last time that I checked, <laughs> last time that I checked, last time that I checked, there was only one person that had all the power and all the glory. And he gets all the honor. You understand what I'm saying? Never think that you're that powerful. But now we're in this situation where somebody has abused the authority because they had on a badge and they abuse their authority. And now you have a nation that has that is angry and that has rised up. But people, listen, before we are so quick to get on social media and talk, how about you walk? How about you walk every single time there is an injustice? And I'm not just talking about, oh, a big fanfare parade, getting out and walking. How about when you're at the grocery store and you see something that is just, that is, that is racism or it's discrimination and it's unjust. How about you don't be so concerned about your own groceries, your own household and, and your, and, and oh, that's none of my business. Oh, that's not my business. Oh my God. Oh my God. I don't know. I don't know what happened at the grocery store. Then you get on social media and you get on um the phone and you tell people about what happened and how oh my god that was so sad that little black boy they did that to him but you didn't stop it you didn't stop it so my my whole thing with the show today is to say rise up people not just rise up because something has happened but you should be walking and rising up every single day. And that doesn't mean walk around with a chip on your shoulder or to try to find, you know, unjust opportunities to speak against because you have people like that. But that means that when you see something with your own eyes or you even hear about it and it's in your vicinity, sometimes it doesn't have to be because you were the one affected. It could be because you are affected by the action, period. And you may shop at that store, you may work at that place of business, you may um, drive that brand of vehicle, you may wear that type of clothing, and you don't want to support anything and anybody that is um, having discrimination issues. I encourage you, I encourage you to start looking up um, information about the EEOC in your areas. There are a lot of employment discriminations, a lot. You should know where you shop. You should know what brands you support. You should know that. I, um, as I mentioned, I had a situation where, you know, whew, Lord Jesus, I thank God it could have wiped me out. You ever fight so hard and be by yourself when you know that you gotta fight? Here's the thing. I had a situation, I can't legally mention what exactly it, it is, and maybe I can, but I have to get some clearance from my attorneys. Anyway, um, but I had a situation that came up, and when I told my grandmother, you guys know I talk about my grandmother all the time, my grandmother be 98 in a few days, and when I told my grandmother, who grew up in the South, um, who grew up during the times of um, injustice in, in watching men and people be hung 
and she saw so much. When I told my grandmother what I had experienced, she looked at me and she said, and I know you no longer support them or work there anymore. Firm with her eyes watered. I know, in other words, you better not. Because I was raised, my grandmother being from the South, my grandfather being from the South, um, I, I, I was raised to um, stand up for what's right. Stand up for what's right. Stand up for what's right. I don't care if you got to be the, and that's what my grandfather used to tell me. I don't care if it's you by yourself. When there is something wrong and it's out of place, you stand up for injustice. Now that's how I was raised. Okay. And I just think that if I was raised like that and there were other people that were raised like that, people listen, I, the situation that I had, there were people that were fearful and and I still love them to this day um they were fearful a lot of people did not and were not ready to for their lifestyle to be altered and it was a risk it was a risk and the bottom line is I have no um bitterness or or anger towards anyone because God chose me God chose me to fight but I know that there are other situations but out of that situation let me say this I fought like a beast I fought like I was straight up out of uh, Detroit Public Schools sitting on the corner of Wyoming and um, Seven Mile. That's how I fought. Straight from Seven Mile to Belle Isle. I fought hard. Okay? Um, and for people that are listening that don't know what streets just is, it was the neighborhood. Okay? Um, but I fought hard. And I fought long and hard. And God prevailed. God prevailed. Not only did God prevail, I know that silently... Um, I had a lot to do with um, a community um, impact. I'll say that. Figure out what that means on your own. Um, but I had a lot to do with it not happening anymore. I had a lot to do with new laws being written. Um, I had a lot to do with someone in, never walking in my shoes or my position ever experiencing that again. And I had a lot to do with, um, with money coming into the community. So when you fight, it's not always about you. It's about protecting those that come after you, protecting those that come after you when there is an injustice. You know, um, I, I believe this and, and, and it's, it's, it's my firm belief, but I serve, you hear me say it all the time, the King of King and the Lord of Lords. There is no, there is nobody, nobody on this green earth that can stop what God wants to do period so if God tells you to fight and you know fight not physically I'm not igniting any um physical fighting on this podcast um but when God tells you to pursue (laughs) you know the Bible talks about that when he tells you to pursue or when he tells you to go after something, you must do it. And then sometimes people, God will sit silent just to see what you're going to do. Just to see what, you're, see what you're going to do. But listen, there are, I woke up today angry. Um, I woke up, I woke up, let me not say angry. I woke up alarmed. It was like the alarm went off. And it was like, okay, all soldiers in place. All soldiers in place. 
We have to combat this thing finally, right now, right now. I'm not saying, you know, there are beliefs that Malcolm X had and there's beliefs that Martin Luther King Jr. had and I believe we better mix some things together. <laughs> Listen, all I'm saying is, people, is this. We can't take no more of this. We can't take any more of this. I am a mother of a black son. I am a mother of an amazing black man, college graduate. He likes to be out in the suburbs and living, you know, in nice places and doing things. And that could have been my son. That could have been my son deciding I'm out for a jog today. And I used to teach my son, <laughs> I used to teach him, I'd be like, okay, black man, look, that's not for you. You can't do that. You know why? Because you're a black man and you got to remember always, I don't care who you associate yourself with. Remember that you are the black man. Because if you forget when somebody tries to confront you, you will forget how they can react to you. Now, I don't think George um, uh, Floyd did anything wrong. Um, there are videos where it doesn't show him resisting any arrest. Um, it, he didn't do anything wrong. There was somebody that didn't like the color of his skin. And people, black people, listen. Some of y'all don't like the color of your own skin. Some of y'all look at the brown skin person with disgust too. Some of you think that the darker somebody is, that they don't belong certain places. It is a slave mentality that has been placed on our culture and it has to stop. It has to stop. But we get mad when somebody else treats somebody differently because of the color of their skin. But guess what? We've been doing it too. So we have got to start with us. It starts with you. Um, on Instagram, the, the, the comment that I made today, um, pretty much just was saying that, uh, excuse me, pretty much just was saying that, um, you know, I fought giants for racial injustice and prejudice before the killings, looting and fires started. This injustice did not just start today. Someone saw racism and was silent. Was it you? I ain't your average chick. I done, I done been through some stuff and I've had to do some things. And that's why, you know, this not your average chick, this worthy chick hole movement. Um, one of the reasons it started is because you have some women out here that are doing some extraordinary things that are going over and beyond and especially doing some things that God called them to do that some people never knew about. Nobody, a lot of people don't know this story that I've told today on this podcast. Many people do not know what I had to go through. And I'm still being light with, with my wording. But the bottom line is, do you watch racism? Do you see it on your job? How about even in your church? Maybe when you're in your community. Oh, you moved to the burbs? You moved to the burbs? Someone came in from the city, darker complexion. Or maybe they don't look like they belong. How did you treat them? How did you act? How did someone else treat them? What was your response? What did you do? You know, I'm going to flat out say it. George Floyd's blood is on our hands. What did she just say? 
His blood is on our hands. You know why his blood is on our hands? Because that police officer has been working that job for how many years? This is not the first time that he's abused his authority. From my understanding, in 2008, there was a case. What happened to the case? Why is it no one fought harder? Fight harder until you win. Why was this let go of? How many of his co-workers have watched him and heard him use racial terms and did not file a discrimination complaint or a complaint with the EEOC about his actions on the job? How many people watched him out in the community treat a black man or a black woman or a black family in one aspect a certain kind of way and then watch him treat another white family a different kind of way and never reported it? How many times did he circle your block and you didn't feel that you had any authority? You have all authority. If you're listening at the sound of my voice and you believe that God is all of that that he said he is, that he sent his son, Jesus Christ, here to die on the cross for us. Now, some of you may not believe that. That's up to you. But at the end of the day, I know who gives all power and all authority. So what I'm saying is, if you have been subject to racism, any form of discrimination, and you haven't said anything because you feel like you've been powerless, I'm here to tell you, you have all power if you believe. If you believe in him, you have absolutely all the power that you need to go against any police department, any legal system, any court system. Nothing will stop you. Nothing will stop you if you just pursue, if you just move forward and pursue. The Bible says that many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God delivers us from them all. So it means that you're going to be afflicted. Things are going to happen, but he's going to deliver you from them all. If you just trust him, trust him and pursue people. This injustice, yes, I'll say it again. This man's blood is in our hands because somebody saw something. Somebody decided not to stand up. Somebody said, that ain't my problem. I'm, I'm about to deal with that. Somebody might have been walking down the street and said, oh, not my problem, kids, mind your business. White or black, Indian, Asian, I don't care. Stand up for what's wrong. I don't care if it was a little white girl. I don't care if it was an Indian girl. I don't care if it was an Asian girl. I've lived in the Asian community, a Hispanic community, a white community, and injustice is injustice. But guess what? There is no injustice like the injustice upon African-Americans. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Here's another funeral. Here's another t-shirt, another hashtag. Here we go again. I know one thing, my black is essential. My black is essential. Everyone wants now at this time, this crucial time, we've got COVID, we got one thing to fight. And in the midst of COVID, everybody's talking about, oh, this is essential, this is essential, this is essential. Well, my black is essential. My black is essential. And you do need us. You do need me. You need our brains, how we think, how we walk, how we talk, our style, our elegance. You need us. 
the little swag we got, the style we got, the hood we got, our intellect, our smarts, our athletes, you need us. My black is essential. Every time you look around, there's not an atmosphere to where a black man or a black woman hasn't entered in and made it what it is, whether we get the credit or not. My black is essential. Whether we get the credit or not for umpteen years of slavery, my black is essential. The only reason why some kids have been born and breathing today is because they the, the breast milk of a black woman. My black is essential. And because it's essential, it will be respected. Listen, people, I'm going to get some guests on this show next week. We're taking a turn. This podcast is taking a turn. Understand? This is the worthy chick, but I'm not the only worthy chick. There's a lot of other worthy chicks out here. Worthy chicks, stand up. Rise up. You're not average. Fight for injustice. Fight for what's wrong. I thought last year about going back to law school. Ugh. We need, we need more black attorneys. We need more black, real black, really, really black, really, really black. No sellout. We need some really black attorneys. We need some more black judges. We need people. We need more politicians. They hate our black politicians. Our black politicians, they are essential. My black is essential. Our black attorneys, they are essential. Our black judges, they are essential. Our black police officers, they are essential. Our black firefighters, they are essential. My black is essential. My black <laughs> is essential. Rest in peace to um, Mr. Floyd. Mr. Floyd. His black was essential. It was. Listen, people, I got to go. That's all I got to say today. My black is essential. <laughs> let that let that let that sit in your spirit. So much going on <laughs> before I close. Kylie Jenner was in the news today. You know, usually I start off with all the celebrity da 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 da. da. Yeah, okay. But Kylie Jenner was in the news and she said, "I will never know what it feels like to um, what did she say? What it feels like, or, or would never know what it feels like um, as a black person. And she's got a black child, by the way. And she fears for her daughter. <laughs> the saddest thing is the browner that child get, the more issues she is going to have. Um, yeah. The browner she gets, the more issues she's going to have. So everybody that's running out here, y'all got these black babies. Pray for your children. Pray over your children. Pray for your children. And know that, yes, despite what you environment you raise them in, um, despite how you may teach them um, of a different culture, at the end of the day, they're black. And their black is essential. So, um, I, I just I just pray for the city of Minneapolis. Um it, it's also saying today, CNN, okay, just reported that the ex-police officer, now he's the ex-police officer, um, he has been arrested, from my understanding, for third degree murder and manslaughter. Yeah, I need a little clarity on third degree. I'm like, third? Why not first? Anyway, 
Um, I know it has something to do with the intent. Looks like he had intent to me. Um, but anyway, enjoy the rest of your day. Next Friday, we'll be back. I've got to get some guests on the show. We've got to talk. Um, my platform, hey, my platform can be the platform as far as I'm concerned. Um, we're just going to, you know, make sure that people are getting the information and that they will receive uh, the Worthy Chick news. <laughs> Lord Jesus. Anyway, this is your girl, Crystal Worthy. I'm signing off for Worthy Chick Chat, Worthy Chic Chat. You know what we say. It's a double entendre. Where are you from and who you with? Who you really with? My black is essential, people. Talk to you soon.